The following program contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and the girls, welcome to Ox After Dark, the late night great night show. We're Dean, the Dream Martin, John, the Everyday Collector, Money Mendez, Marco G, CC3PO, and our very special guest, John from Queen Studios, talk about our dreams, our lives, our trials, our tribulations, and more. Uh, normally, we talk about our weeks and we kind of chit chat and mess around, but we got some big stuff to talk about. Uh, and I wanted to thank you, John, for your time and for coming on today. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for inviting us on. Uh, John is the social media coordinator for Queen Studios. He also handles marketing and overseas sales. And I know we only have about 30 to 40 minutes with you, so I don't want to spend uh, too much time on this. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I've been working at uh, Queen Studios for around just over three years, maybe four this year. So I started with the company in 2018. And at that time, we were the first company in the world to make the hyper real silicone busts licensed by Marvel. Uh, since then, the company has grown step by step. So we went from silicone busts to uh, statues, half scale, quarter scale. And then finally this year, we've opened it up into our new venture, which we've been planning for a while, which is six scale figures. So from my point of view, I've just been helping the company to interact, engage with the community and help grow the, uh, the brand overseas and hopefully join and be a part of the community as well on their behalf. Gotcha. Um, I know you said you've been working on this for a few years and on a few other streams, you've kind of talked about it a bit, but can you tell us uh, what made Queen decide to go into the one six scale market? Yeah. So as I, um, as I mentioned before, maybe other people have seen um basically in china we all live in like big high-rise buildings so space is at a premium i know in the us it uh houses tend to be bigger depending on if you live in a city or outside in like a suburb but over here a lot of people live in big buildings so for our busts and statues we tend to um have customers that tend to have more disposable income and more place to display their their collectibles but we have a lot of fans who are collectors that love our products and love what we do, but they want to have it in a smaller scale. So that's what got us thinking. And then as we started to connect with Viper and look into one six figures, we realized there's way more you can do with a figure. So for us, it's really interesting, the creative possibilities, like the posability, the props, all those kind of things. So that's why it's been in part of our mind for a while. Those two boxes, it ticks off perfectly. Gotcha. Um, I know for the past few weeks, you guys have been really actively engaging with, uh, with the six scale community. And I'm curious, how does that compare to engaging with the statue, uh, community? Yeah. So as I said before, the, uh, stream started, there's, there's a few big differences, the statue community and the bus community, um, some do collect six scale, but mostly they stick to statues and busts. Those guys are also very passionate, but one thing I've noticed that's really different with six scale is that there's just so many guys have so many streams and you guys all have the perfect setups with the mics, the backgrounds. And I feel like there's, it's more like a, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but like a, a passionate hobby where it's like day to day and you guys have lots of discussions and there's lots to talk about and you're very more involved. 
in that aspect. Whereas I think it's a, it can be more casual for the, the statues and busts. That's a good way of putting it, I think. We're a very hardcore community for sure. Um, yeah. so, so I do have a question about, you know, everyone's favorite topic, the rooted two-pack joker. Was there a, yeah. an addition size like target um, that you were going for? And um, if there was, what was it? Um, I don't think there was a, there's always targets for any company because you've got to like break even, you've got to make sure that it's reasonable to do it. Um, because this is licensed for mainland China, no one really told me the initial target and there will be a cutoff addition size. I don't know what that size is yet. And I'm guessing it will be announced. Uh, but we didn't go into it with too much expectations because it's our first six scale figures and we didn't know how the collectors would react, especially to a two pack and three different versions. And then the premium version is the and the deluxe are quite expensive compared to the usual pricing. Awesome. Thank you. Now, John, I'm I'm a huge fan. I've been a hot toys collector. Goodness forbid we're mentioning that name on this stream today, but I they need competition and you guys are there. What you guys have been putting out. Beautiful. I'm excited to see what's coming down the pipeline. And this Joker release has been so promising. We're going to jump into a little bit of the meat and potatoes. Um, yep. Were orders for the rooted two pack opened back up at the direction of Queen Studios? If so, why? Um, so to answer the question simply, it's no. Um, so basically we were a little bit confused by this. It caught us off guard. So we've just come off the back of a three day national holiday in China, uh, where no one was at the office. And then yesterday I got to the office and then everyone was saying, why have we opened a pre-order again? And to be honest, I didn't really understand what was going on. So I checked with our CEO and said, did we open a pre-order again? He said, no. Uh, when we said there's three days, there's three days. And that's something that we stick to. Um, as I mentioned yesterday on a stream, sometimes the different retailers and resellers, if they buy before the cutoff, then that's, that's possible what can happen. Mm -hmm. uh, because our license for mainland China, we only sold in China. Mm -hmm. So with our statues and busts, this sometimes happens where we have like an early bird offer for mm -hmm. like our Wonder Woman. We had like a shield. If you order within the first three days, we'll give you a bonus shield for free. And then after that cutoff point, we don't offer any more. We don't take any more orders from our business partners or from anyone else. So what tends to happen, and I don't know if this is the case, some companies will place a bigger order in advance. And then when it's over, they still have some stock later on. And it depends on who's ordered the stock and when. So we've not asked anyone to reopen it. We understand for collectors, if we've made a promise, we've got to stick to that promise. Um, we're not throwing anyone under the bus. Some people mentioned that we, we can't say bad things about anyone else. And sometimes these things happen and we need to review this in the future because we don't want this to reflect badly on us, but we've not intentionally set out to fool, mislead anyone. We've just set that three day rule and we've stuck to it. Of course. Uh, I'm glad you brought up, uh, the retailer aspect, um, because yeah, the community has been up in arms. You know, a lot of people were excited about the deluxe. Um, they had that window, you know, and when we saw it go back up, it was, everybody got nervous. It was, it was like chickens without heads. And then there yeah. were the retailers blaming queen and then queen come, you guys coming out and saying, you know what? No, it's not us. It's a retailer. So it was back and forth. Now we have 
um, a question that was, or some information that was given to a community member. Uh, and I'd like your take on this information. So this is what retailers were told by the Queen Studio distributor. So Queen Studio's distributor um, telling the retailers this quote, and I'll start the quote. The quote begins, hey, we just had a meeting. Uh, sorry, yeah, we just had a meeting with Queen today. You may reopen the pre-order until further notice. Keep reporting new numbers daily, end quote. So my question there would be, did Queen Studios meet with the distributor and green light the pre-order? So to my knowledge, I can only answer what I know. To my knowledge, no. Um, I don't know where they would have met because right now the travel restrictions, we're based in mainland China um, and other distributors, I believe, were in Hong Kong. If it was a voice call, then to my knowledge, that didn't happen. But I can't say if what's true or not, because I, I don't know, to be honest. From our side, when I spoke to the CEO, I asked him and said, did we open a pre-order again? And he said, no, we stuck to the three-day pre-order. So I can't verify if that's true or not. And with maybe the evidence will come to light. And if that is true, then then that happened. But if, if it didn't happen, then I, I don't know, to be honest. So I can only say what the CEO told me, and that's what I'm communicating with you guys. Most definitely. Is this a question that you could take away and that can be possibly revisited in the future? Yeah. So I can ask about it again because someone else messaged me like I'm accessible. You guys can add me on Facebook and send me the messages. I think that's how I got invited on today. Um, so someone else mentioned that there was a secret meeting. But to be honest, that within the company, that's not been any policy of ours and it's not come down the line. There's no, no one said that the pre-orders are reopening. Usually we're all given a heads up about what mm. happens, even though my job is the overseas market. And this is a China product. Yeah. Usually I have an idea what's going on, but no one said to us, there's been no official statement. Mm -hmm. So if there's been some other meetings that I don't know about, then it's, I can't say what is impossible, but from my knowledge and from what I spoke to the CEO, he said, that's not the case. So yeah, yeah it, it, it yeah, sorry. Sorry. No, I'm just saying at that point, of course, it's to your knowledge. You're you're only privy to the information that you have. It's just at that point, it's concerning because then it statements like this are where the community is like, well, we're being told one thing and we're getting this kind of information. So that's yeah. where I think um, some clarification needs to be to be provided. Yeah, but that thank is you. understandable. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It, we understand why people are upset because if we've set a rule and then that's what we want to follow. And people pre-ordered based on the idea that there's only a three-day window. And then to be told later that the pre-order is open again, I can understand why. And we also can see why people would be unhappy because we'd also be unhappy about that. But from my knowledge, that's not taking place. And we don't want to say anything bad about any of these retailers or distributors. But the thing is, we're selling in mainland China. So they say they're buying from a distributor in China. So it could be someone else that's done that on our behalf which we didn't give the go ahead, the green light. So these things can happen. Um, and the retailers also have the option to open again or not. We can't force anyone to do anything. Yeah. So they've also got their customer base. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I think it's, it's just getting to the point where there's lack of communication because then you're getting resellers stating that, you know what? No, Queen is still actively accepting orders from us. Uh, and Queen 
did open up the pre-order and that's how we're that's how we were able to john um, really quick i have a uh, question to piggyback off of um uh marco's earlier question of he course. asked about whether or not there was a intention of of an addition size with the joker and i was wondering when the company was going into the one sixth uh aspect and figure uh sales was there intention to be as limited as you are with the statue stuff or was the intention maybe more to reach a bigger audience maybe not be so limited like was it always planned maybe to be a numbered thing or was it planned to reach more people and therefore make it a little bit more available venture for you guys so our general strategy for this it's going to differ for each figure um depending on the character so the joke is one of the most iconic characters in our point of view so it's something we wanted to spend a lot of time on and do something different with so the reason why there's three editions is the idea is that the the regular edition would be more of a larger um a larger size and we probably won't have a cap um and then the upper tiers there would be some sort of cutoff point and some sort of idea in mind this is where we want to be I'm not sure if we're going to announce that because that's not been said yet. And it's unlikely we're going to number them all like we do with statues. But there will be some cutoff point because if it's a deluxe product, we want to make sure that there is some rarity. So some resale value in the future keeps the, can make it more of like a legendary grail kind of piece. So yeah. that's what the initial idea and strategy was with the different tiers. John, can you confirm, um, who the official distributors that you guys work with for this piece are because uh, a lot of these companies are selling this product. And even for us, like we kind of keep an ear to the ground on all these kind of things. Um, it's even confusing for us to understand like who's a, a retailer that's just buying stock and reselling it from a distributor and who's actually a distributor. Are there any company names that you can give us like, hey, if you buy through, through this person, you're likely buying through a retailer or a reseller or if you're buying from this company, this is actually a distributor that we work directly with. Yeah, so we actually only work with Chinese, mainland Chinese companies now. So we don't really have anyone overseas just yet. For our global licenses, we will announce these are the official distributors. Um, so that that's all we can say right now because there's pre there may be some other companies selling these products and we can't say um, that, yeah, this is good or bad. All we work with is the domestic Chinese companies right now. So, so it's available in mainland China. Anyone not in mainland China would essentially be a, a reseller at that point. Yeah, yeah. So that's why gotcha. this is why this is a difficult situation for us uh, yeah, yeah. because we, we, we've been asked to also limit this and we, we have to follow the, the rules set to us by DC and Warner Brothers. So we can only work with our Chinese mainland partners. And um, from this point of view, we are hoping by showing the DC collectibles that when we launch our other global products, our other global six scale figures, you guys can see the quality and then we can open up in the future so that one day we will get to that level where there's no question, there's no debate about this. There's gotcha. you guys know this is the rules. These are the companies to buy from. That's our long term aim and that's what we want to get to very soon. Gotcha. So, John, I do have a question about you know, I was kind of in that group that placed the order in the first three-day window, lost some sleep, you know, two sleepless nights, kind of debating uh, whether I was in order or not. So my question is, you know, given the kind of seeming miscommunication, is there any way to, you know, give 
those collector's preference that were in that original window by, you know, maybe throwing in an extra accessory or, I don't know, something to sweeten the pot to maybe um, re-encourage, reinvigorate the community. Because I am very excited for this release, but it's just a, a bit frustrating at times, you know. Mm. Um, something I can ask about, but again, because of the, the licensing of the statue, uh, sorry, the figure, it's not easy for us to do that. Uh, we understand that the, the global community has reacted. So maybe for our upcoming global uh, licensed collectibles, there's something we can do. Um, I'm not sure what that can be, but it's definitely something I'll pass on to our team here um, and see what we can do moving forward. Because this, this is something that we'd like to um, recover from and also communicate with the community that we don't want to mislead or send anyone down the wrong path. There's just sometimes things happen that's out of our control and we'll do our best to do the, the right thing. Awesome. Um, Thanks, John. That's a great segue to my question, which has to do with communication. I was wondering how, with everything that's going on and maybe some of the miscommunication, how do you guys plan on communicating with the community going forward? And will it always be maybe through cons or through your social media or how do you plan on, on being open with the community? Yeah, so the, the challenge we've got is that the the products that the six scale figures that are available now are only licensed for China. So um, we we can only talk about the collectibles that will be globally licensed. So anything that's globally licensed, we'll, we'll hopefully get to speak to collectors like we're doing now. Um, and then we'll also be having more open communication in our Facebook group, the in-art group, where we'll be sharing more information about price, um, if there's an addition size, anything like that, any promotion, any events where you can go and see the figures up close, that's what the group's to be used for. The reason why there's no real price or promotion in the in-art group right now is just because we're not selling directly overseas just yet, but we do have some figures on the way that will be, and that's where you'll be able to get your answers uh, directly from us. Thanks, John. Nice. Um, yeah, and I, I just wanted to jump in and ask, um, I guess, uh, this whole situation and jumping into the 1.6 community, what, what is something that you guys have learned that you could take moving forward from all, all of this whole experience? For, for us, I think the, the thing is we've got to learn. Maybe there's, there's, lots, there's always things to learn. We can always keep on improving. Right. Um, I think the first thing is that the global license is essential for us. So. We had a poll in the group recently to get find out what you guys want to actually collect. Yeah. And we're gonna reach out to those different licensing companies and see what we can get. And then what we need to do is make sure that when we're um, offering our collectibles for, for sale, for pre-order, you guys know who to buy from, who's trusted, who's not, that kind of thing. And just keep that, that process open, which we haven't been able to do with our initial collectible. Uh, the second thing, I guess that we just need to continue doing what we're doing. Just speak to as many collectors as possible, listen to the comments and just engage. That's the only thing we can do. We know that, as you guys said, you're a very passionate collector base and that's good for us. That come, That's good and bad. So the bad is that we have to have hard and thick skin to take it. But the good side is that we actually can learn and keep adapting and improving. Yeah, that's great. Uh, John, I don't particularly mean to mention other companies, but I mean, how, how is Queen Studios relationship with 
uh, some of these other licensed manufacturers in this scale. Uh, I know you guys are making figures that uh, some other licenses uh, companies have, uh, you know, globally or in other regions. Uh, and I know uh, you guys mentioned on your Facebook page that you do hope to have uh, a bit of a healthy competition with these companies. Uh, do you guys have any dialogues between them or is it pretty much pretty close to the chest and then you guys will announce something and, you know, maybe other companies respond? Yeah, so it, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. So in the statues, figures, uh, no, sorry, statues and busts uh, companies, there's some companies we work with closely, some that we just don't have anything to do with. And I think with figures, as far as I know right now, we don't really have any relationships or partnerships. And of course, there's probably other companies that will see us maybe as a threat. But on the whole, we just see competition as a way to improve. Um, so yeah. that that's that's how we see things because if usually someone puts something out, um, for example, with statues, with DC in particular, like last year we put out a quad scale Joker at the same time Prime One, Infinity, uh, no, J and D Studios put out third scales, and everyone was comparing the three. The same thing happens with our busts, so we see that as an opportunity to learn and improve and move forward. I'm not sure if the same thing will happen with figures at the same time, because that's down to the licensor. The licensors usually have the final say on what you can make and when you're going to release it. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, but from our point of view, we're just happy to be creating these figures and we're happy to have the competition. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, some of these other companies, I think, are becoming more active on their social media. Like what you guys are doing is like, you know, with the polls and interacting. And I mean, the fact that you even were able to read our message and respond was like, you know, I, I mentioned yesterday's show, like I've been sending emails for four years for like really positive things like, hey, your company won one of our awards. Do you have a statement you want to give? Like every once in a while, maybe not so positive things, but uh, never even a response from official media channels that you're supposed to go through to get those. Uh, and with mm. you, it was like a day or two, and we were able to get in contact and have you on here. So um, I think what you guys are doing is great, and I think it's a real positive thing that, you know, like you said, people can friend request you. They can ask a question, and within reason, it, it could be answered. Uh, Cece, I know you wanted to ask some uh, a question about props. Yeah. Um, and also, I thought I made the rounds on a lot of podcasts. I've got nothing on John. I've got a lot of catching up to do. So on that note, I appreciate, like, how much you interact with the community and answer questions and do the live streams. Um, I, that being said, I think I'm one of the few people um, on this panel who feel kind of like uh, the odd man out in that I collect primarily prop replicas. So I don't collect six, uh, six scale figures. Uh, so I was thrilled that you guys got into the prop replica game just because as a collector, I find that the licensed pieces tend to be kind of have left me wanting. Um, so what I have seen you guys do has been fantastic with the uh, JokerCon mask. Do you have an ETA on the cowl, the Dark Knight cowl? Because I'm thrilled that you guys are working on that or you've teased it at least. And also, are there other prop replicas on the pipeline? Yeah, so to be honest, the way that the, the economies are going right now, I think we might be slowing down a little bit with some of our collectibles. The inflation, the the gas prices, it both like the fuel and gases in like house, house gas, that kind of thing that is pushing the prices up of, of everything. So we might slow down a little bit. So I'm not sure the exact date, but the prop replicas is something that we 
we really enjoy making. So we've made the Wonder Woman shield and we made a polystone version initially. Then collectors asked for a metal version. So we made a metal version. Um, we made the, the mask. We've got the cowl. There's also some Harry Potter ones that I've seen designs for. Uh, but I've not, I've not been told the dates yet. So okay. hopefully this year, if not, we might push it a little bit down the line. These are our mm -hmm. long-term plans and hopefully we can, can make those. Awesome. Thank you. It makes sense that, um, you know, I understand they're not the same kind of price point as say like a, a half scale or a quarter scale statue or a third scale statue. So if, if something has to go kind of like on the back burner for a bit because of the price increases, it, it makes sense to me. Um, but happy to know that you're also working on Harry Potter props. That's the first I've heard of it. So, yeah, we sort of teased it last year, but it's just uh -huh. the timing's everything at the moment. We just need to pace ourselves. So maybe I missed that clarification. Slowing down, you mean on specific things, or is everything going to take a hit on that, like statues as well? I didn't, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I just know the props at the moment. We okay. we initially planned mm -hmm. to release some props towards the end of last year, and then they've been pushed down the line a little bit. There might be a couple of other statues and busts that might be pushed down the line. So last year we showed the dark side one-to-one -one bust um, and also the uh, Steppenwolf one-to-one -one bust. And there's been no news to me yet when that will be released, but we've already shown the initial designs. So I know some collectibles are pushed down the line, but for one six, that's made by a separate team and a separate group. So that schedule should be fixed and then we should be working to that schedule. Yeah, because one thing I, uh, on that note, we, I think a lot of uh, collectors that I've been talking to have been very interested in that uh, Transformer dial that you guys showed off the prototype for. Um, is there any, you have any updates on that? Maybe a timeline for that or price, price maybe? <laughs> Yeah, so this weekend, this Sunday um, at 8 p.m. GMT plus 8. So I'm not sure what that would be about 8 a.m. your time if you're in the in New York or Eastern. New York. Yeah, so you're 12 out. Yeah, so you're 12 hours right now for most of you guys. So yeah, 8 a.m. in the morning, we're going to have like an online uh, video event. So it's all been pre-recorded because the Internet connection is not great here. And we're going to showcase some of our new collectibles coming up. Um, unfortunately, there's not as many one six figures, but we will be showing the uh, Transformers. Uh, we'll be showing some more uh, of nice. the statues and busts that we have worked on at the moment. Um, I'm going to rapid fire some of the viewer questions. We had some live, and then we had some uh, today from our uh, community members. Uh, Bob Dylan says, if production capacity continues to be hobbled, how would InArt handle the delay offer sculpted versions first as a staggered release, uh, hold them back until the rooted package is minimally viable? Um, from what I know, the production capacity should be okay. I think the this is our first figure, so it's not like we're making hundreds of other SKUs and it's going to affect it. We should be okay to hit the schedule for this one. Maybe that's a question in another year's time, and I know yeah. other collectible companies are dealing with that, but we've only really got uh, the joke at the moment that we, we're starting to produce. So I don't think it's going to be a huge problem, but gotcha. as to answer the question about, can we meet the schedule? Um, just to make things as clear as possible, we usually ship in batches. So the first batch is expected to be Q4 of this year. 
and after that we'll be shipping um, in smaller batches after that and that's mainly for QC so when we say Q4 that's when it starts not when it finishes uh, Ben Thomas says how important will the exclusivity of figures be to your business model for when six scale figures going forward it's it's hard to say right now because it's our first one um, I think we'll we'll deal with each uh, new figure as it comes we'll have maybe Maybe each series, maybe each figure might have a different strategy, just depending on the character. That's usually how it works with our our figures, uh, sorry, our statues and busts. And it depends on the character, the type of hair we use, the type of props, that kind of thing. We'll always go for the best, but we might have a different strategy for each one. Gotcha. Uh, Dr. Equan says, what's the next two-pack, three-day window figure? Do you guys have anything in mind for that? so the next collectible figure should be in may if if everything goes to plan so i'm not sure if it's going to be a two-pack but that's when we should be releasing our next one and i'm not sure what it will be whether it will be batman or gandalf um i'm hoping that we'll be able to sh show the paul atreides from june because that's globally licensed um so hopefully more good news in the next few weeks john no more windows for that one right I'll speak with the team here and I'll see if we can... Uh, Keep the windows closed, that. buddy. Open a door, Just not a window. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing about windows, John. You close the window, you can always open it back up. Well, uh, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis P. says, uh, uh, any updates on their Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman museum statue line? Um, so they should be shipping now. So that line in particular is quad scale, so that means it's licensed... It's now licensed in all of Europe and the Middle East um, and shipping now. So if they've ordered from a retailer, it should be on the way. The only issue, so there's no issues in production at the moment from what I believe, but there are setbacks in shipping. The global shipping um, companies are taking a big hit again. They've hiked the prices up and they're also very slow. We've, we've had a few containers been uh, held at port recently because of COVID outbreaks in the south of china so that might cause some delays uh bemis says is it true you guys will be doing uh terminator again uh, potentially t1 or t2 it's not true but it's high on our wish list um we're really looking into it we're really trying to speak to the licensor about that um there's a few things going on behind the scenes hopefully we can get across the line um because the, our ceo jason's a big terminator fan we've already made a T800 bust and the T1000 bust. So we'd love to make these into figures as well. Uh, another question. Can you give us an approximate number of the rooted Joker two packs, at least from last track? I don't know, to be honest, that it's cause it's the domestic team that, that handle all the sales for that. I'll try and find that out and see what we can, what we can share. Um, okay. And yeah, and get that number. Gotcha. We had a few super chats also. Lane Kramer says, uh, is the sculptor Viper doing all the rooted hair for all 300 of the quarter scale Ledger Joker statues? Heard that that may no longer be the case. Um, so that, that, again, that might have been like a miscommunication. Um, the other issue is we're a Chinese company and everything goes through Chinese first and it's translated into English. So the artist edition for Joker, um, the Viper is the project lead for that and his team. So he hired some people, especially to take over the rooted hair version. 
and he oversaw the production and also the paint to make sure everything was up to standard. That's why it's called the artist edition. So his team will take over that. But he hasn't been able to do all 300 pieces. So that's where the confusion was. And that's something that we've learned from from there. We need to make sure that's communicated. Uh, we had a similar question yesterday about um, is Viper handling all of the processes for the uh, for the six scale figures? He, he's just one guy. so. He has oversight and he has planning and he has the final say and everything, but that's that's all he can do. He can't do absolutely everything. Um, uh, so communication is something we need to work on. Definitely, Dylan says, "How different are your overall teams that work on statues and busts compared to one, the one six scale team?" Um, there's, realistically, it's not massively different. It's just what's their speciality. So if we make a silicone collectible. We only choose people to work with that are experts at silicone. It's not something that you can find someone who doesn't know what it is and how to work with it. You have to find the best. So in terms of artists within house, they're all really good, talented um, 3D sculptors, and they're really good with the smaller scales. And then in the production teams and the prototypes uh, teams, they're all specialized in figures and smaller scale collectibles. So. That's the main difference. It's not it's not the same guys working on the statues deciding we'll have a go at figures. This is just a team brought in to handle figures. So they, they know what they're doing. They know how to make them. So, John, gotcha. I just have uh, just two smaller questions. And um, yesterday you had mentioned on the stream about my favorite topic. Everybody knows my favorite topic, the um, potential for reissues. Now, I know you had mentioned that, and you did today as well, it, it would be more, take some time to get a global license. Can you see yourself, can you see Queen um, doing reissues, whether in the near future to make, uh, to make improvements to an existing release, or just because there's a, a rush of new collector coming to market and you see an opportunity to, uh, to revisit the license? Not in the near future because it's going to take us the time to get these licenses, if at all, um, because there's already ex um, established companies that have the licenses. And usually it's very difficult to get a global license. Maybe you can get a few countries here and there, a few continents, but it's difficult to get global. If we ever did achieve that, then it, it could be a few years down the line. As I mentioned yesterday, our general rule is, is it new and is it different? If it's something new and different, then we'll consider it. So we've made like a Thanos bust, which is silicone. And then we had a lot of collectors asking about the Infinity Gauntlet. So we made it a full half body Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. The reason why we did that is we felt, thought that it was new and different enough to have a reissue. And the time between that was probably about 18 months. With figures, it's a little bit different. Um, I think if technology changes and there's something really different we could do, then it's something we would consider but as of now there's no real that conversation's not being had but we know collectors are having that conversation so oh, we, need definitely. To, yeah. we need to think about that yeah All right, i appreciate that thank you it's uh i'm glad you brought up the thanos i have another question about statues um in your half scale line do you guys have any plans to do a thanos in the avengers line do you know it's not in the plans right now because with half scale thanos would still be pretty big um i think he's mm -hmm. supposed to be like seven feet tall so so that would still be huge for a half-scale statue. We've done the quarter-scale, um, which 
which I think a lot of collectors really appreciated. There's some really good feedback for that. Half scale, no plans as yet. There's a half scale Spider-Man potentially in the work for this year and maybe some more half scale next year. Do you know if that's Holland Spider-Man? Or it should be because it should be from Endgame, I think. Oh, okay. I know that there's a lot of people have asked about the um, the new the new movie. Yeah. Having the three Spider-Man. The problem with that is the licensing is from Sony and our license is from Disney. So we have to try and negotiate between Marvel and Sony if we can get that. And that's uh, a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Uh, Willie asks a great question. He says, if the license is only in China, how will warranty issues uh, work if a customer acquires it uh, not from non-Chinese channels? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit more complicated. Um, on our website, we do include include some information in the customer support section on how we deal with damages and that should explain the process. Gotcha. Um, I know we only have a few more minutes left. So if anyone has any questions they want to ask on the panel or in the chat, we'll try to get as many as we can. Uh, Dylan says in attaining licenses, is it more of a bidding war in this industry or is it more of a timing thing? It's more of a timing thing. So usually there's, if a company is like the first to make something, they usually establish a partnership and usually with like DC, Marvel, they like to establish long-term partnerships to grow and improve together. And if a new company comes along, they usually offer them their local market first and then give them the chance to prove themselves. For anything global, usually they want to know what are you doing differently? Why is this different to what we already have? And is it going to take up business that we already have or is it going to grow the market? They're looking for new companies that will grow the collector base. If it's just going to eat into the existing collector base, they're not always as interested. So it's basically a timing thing, but over time, hopefully that, that could change um, depending on what we do differently as well. Hopefully our collectibles are going to be innovative enough to, to get some more licenses. If there's time, uh, do you know if we'll see any updates on the Mark III quarter scale statue Sunday? And then piggyback off that, you haven't shown any Iron Man statues with Robert Downey's likeness. Do you guys plan on doing any with a head sculpt or? So the Mark III, as far as I know, should be shown on the the show this weekend. Yes. Um, I've been waiting for that one. I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really hoping so. Uh, add me on Facebook if not already, and then just ask me the question again, and I'll find out okay. today. Um, and then for Robert Downey Jr., it's really difficult to get his likeness rights now because I believe he's left uh, ah. left Marvel. So I think his gotcha. likeness rights have expired. We'd really love to do it, but it's just oh. really hard to do right now. Jeez, John, that was a spoiler. Gosh. Can you... I, uh, <laughs> I have I have one more question for you, and then I think we'll let you go. I know we got 40 minutes, and we're right, at, right about there. Can you give us just like a, a, a tiny nugget if you can, I don't want to get you in trouble, but a tiny nugget of something that hasn't really been shown or uh, can you give us some, some sort of like the, the tiniest crumb of some, some insider scoop? I'd love to. The problem that we've got <laughs> is when, because we do try to engage as much as we do, is that we're sort of running out of things to reveal. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've already mentioned the DeLorean We've already teased our next five figures. Yeah. All of the other things we just need to, we can't reveal yet until we've 
signed any new contracts and we've yeah, got, I don't want to get the deal across the line. Blink okay. twice yeah. if the oh, portraits behind you are a clue to what's coming next. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately they're not, but it's no. something we could... Uh, <laughs> I, do, yeah. I do have one serious question, though. Back to the Joker really quick. The, the cutoff really is the end of this month for all orders, right? On all the SKUs for the figure, correct? Yep. Yeah, so, because I've not had as much to do with the timings on this one, but yeah, if we said like... The, the dates that that have been announced are the dates. So there's been no change on our side. Um, gotcha. That's what's caught us a bit off guard. There's been no changes. So I don't know all the dates off the top of my head because at the moment, this is just something I'm doing extra because we're focusing on figures and statues. When we get the global licenses for the figures, uh, like the June, I'll be able to answer way more questions. I'll have yeah. way more knowledge and I'll be able to be more confident in my answers, but because a lot of this is held, yeah. I'm just basically the middle guy right now because I, I can speak English. It's my native language. So the other yeah. guys can't answer. So that's why I'm here. Better charge gotcha. extra for that. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I have I, one last question. The last Jesus question, Christ, I God. promised. Fuck when you're doing streams like this, pants or no pants? Wow. Hey, I'm at work. I have to. I'm in the office. <laughs> guys, lighten up, guys. Lighten up. John, thank you, man. Thanks for, for yeah, taking no the time being here. Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah, hopefully, no hopefully we'll be able to get you back again soon once some of these global thanks, licenses John. open up. And uh, we really appreciate you coming on tonight. Okay. Yeah, no worries. As soon as I can get some more information on the, the, the June license. Um, I, yeah, I'm not sure how popular June is overseas. In China, June was quite popular. Oh, um, and I think a fucking the, banger, bro. Yeah. I'm all for it. So if you make Paul in so the still suit, I'll be all over that shit. Okay, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the a few of the silhouettes. That's it. I hope you see the prototype yeah. soon. So there you go, man. So yeah, hopefully, I'll come back with some good news in the next few weeks, and then we can talk more openly about those. Absolutely. And I'm ready to talk Batman too. So wow. okay, great. Yeah, I'll absolutely. I'll try and find out more for Batman. <laughs> All right, John. Appreciate it. Have a good rest of your day, and thank you again for coming yeah. on After Dark tonight. Thanks, John. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks thank you, John. Bye. Bye, Steve. That's so serious. Crack a joke. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. We had 40 minutes. Push it to 42. Not, not a bad, not a bad, uh, not a bad interview. Uh, well, we have 75 people watching. Let's. Let's uh, let's just go through After Dark, I guess. How was everyone's week? Dude, I, I just saw Sonic 2. Oh, my God, dude. It was a banger. That movie is so fun, guys. Dean, I, w I want you to tell us more about it, but I'm a little insulted that you call Sonic 2 amazing and you don't like The Dark Knight. I just can't. I can't process that. Well, tell yeah, because one's a garbage movie. Marco, why You're the a garbage fuck person. did you have to bring that up? I was like totally <laughs> chill, and now like my dad is triggered. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I had a hot take today that Marco did not like. Oh man, Dude, Dean's I'm, just taking I'm sitting there watering my grass, and I see a text from Dean. He cut his mouth open so he can fit a bigger dick inside, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm over here in this peaceful, tranquil moment, you know. You want to know how I grass. got these scars? <laughs> I don't um, know who's the guy you're dating. This one I thought yeah. we classing up the place by having John with Queen Studios on, and then we got like a... <laughs> no. 
No, we don't do a that. Line and like then we got to ask him if he's wearing pants or not. It was the perfect time for that shut Seriously. you down, John clip. But... Oh, come on. You cracked oh. a joke. Everyone's so like military. Fucking, you'd grind to <laughs> the guy. John was so a... military. Jesus Christ. I'm John was military 45, because. 45. No, you. I'm getting 45. I know. I was military. I still didn't get you're, a fucking answer. You're fucking answer. this up. You're getting this. Everyone's <laughs> like. Jesus you know, Christ, this is, this is everybody in the community. Are you making a fucking Terminator? Are you doing the. Let me tell Love you what we I got fucking get to the root of the damn issue that we're here. <laughs> I know. I know we have forty minutes. Forty minutes. You have, grind the fuck out of those forty minutes. minutes. Well, hang on. We have forty minutes. We have a list of questions we have to ask. While we're live, I'm sitting here reorganizing the questions, deleting stuff because they already got answered in previous questions. In the private chat, going like, "Hey, CC, you're up next. Uh, Marco, you're up next. Eddie, you're up next. Queuing you guys up, starring comments to read later." And the whole time I'm doing this, John, every two seconds. You're fucking this up. You, you, I'm like, Jesus Christ, John. I'm trying to focus. I'm like a fucking octopus right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't Christ. have any issue with the pants question. I just thought you should have turned it into a poll. Oh, there was a poll. No, Where I it's just like, thought... I'm not wearing pants. We have Are limited time. Pants? Why like, the fuck would you ask him pants? that? Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? No, that was like the last one. We needed to and... get an answer. We still don't have answers. I don't know. It is what it is. I but mean, you, but, uh, but, but go ahead, Zach. We, we do have that, that answer with what we know today is now the answer he like, couldn't say anything either he didn't know anything yeah so he we, didn't know any more than he said so it like it felt like well, you kept asking it and he kept saying the same thing to so his I was knowledge. Like, Dude. but the key eddie into journalism and take notes the yeah. motherfucker i was lecturing on uh, i'm trying not to argue with started. it no he's but, not arguing but you could take the questions away now the key is the questions that i had asked him to take away will he come back with answers from the higher-ups that's the Hopefully. question Okay, that's the question. Well, we didn't ask him as a friend, and you could ask him. I I, I looked for his last name. Don't know the last name. If anyone knows, it's please. John I would Queen love. Studios. Yeah, it's John, like John Studios. That's it. Beautiful. Go ahead, and, CC. And I'm, I'm sorry, John. John's gonna be in your inbox all day. Okay, I know, man. Doesn't have my finger on the pulse with this whole Joker thing. Obviously, like John or, or everyone else here does. What he said makes sense. I think it sounds like there is a rogue reseller who decided to post it again and get everyone's panties in a twist, even though they didn't have authorization from Queen Studios. Because like you said, it's a three-day holiday weekend. No one would have been working anyway to authorize someone to do that. I think some reseller just got, But you know, CC, no. what you're saying yeah. is exactly right, because what happened was what we heard from some of these people was if one guy put it up and it was just a domino effect, everyone just started putting it back up. So, um, yeah. I yeah, but where are they getting it from? If one reseller ordered extra and the other resellers don't have extra, let's say, cause they weren't putting it up. All resellers pulled their product on that day, except for a couple. I think where do the other ones get it from? From a it's distributor not. in Unless mainland China, they... right? That has more. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. There's, there's information here that's not being disclosed due to, yeah, but he doesn't know. I believe that. I believe he doesn't know. To his knowledge. We don't but even I... have final numbers on how okay, many Yeah, but sold, asking all that so... with him on doesn't fucking matter if he doesn't know. Well, of course it does matter, Eddie, because ask no, him if he's going to make a Terminator figure, it doesn't matter. Asking him what the root of the issue no, is. Okay, let me let me rephrase. Hold on it a second. Matters, it matters. No. It matters because the questions matter, but you can ask him that later because he seems willing to answer. Let's ask him shit he knows now at the 40 minutes that we have. You know what I mean? Ask him shit that he knows now. We're He was on the show to address this issue that's what this, this kind of was did. about he, he did though. exactly but you're telling me why ask the questions you're no, asking I'm the questions multiple you kept 
you asked the same thing again and he went again and said well like i said i can't really i don't know any more than i know but that but that was the reason why he was on here eddie right so i think it's fair to address it in different ways 100 percent. yeah but don't waste it i'm not saying anything i'm not saying it wasn't the reason i'm just saying if he doesn't know he doesn't know don't ask him again how about the questions i ask i take care of them and and that's it. I mean, you're trying to teach well, me you, how to do we journalism. Asked the, you asked the question. Well, we got an answer. We'll hopefully get a follow-up answer. Let's move forward. Jesus, uh, I think Fuck. this was hilarious. All right, enough, John. Uh, the SKU comment here. Uh, <laughs> did you almost laugh when you called them SKU? I was pretty sure we all made fun of Marco You did this. fucking laugh. I, I actually laughed out loud. Bath, <laughs> he was because SKU hashtag Marco was right. Come on. I do have to give Zach credit because that fuck. I've been on the show for oh, what, whatever it's been. The window comment? Oh, fuck. That was on point. <laughs> That's Windows Big... open or some shit like that? Fuck, that yeah. was good. Breda says, my neighbor got 10 of the two-pack rooted Joker. Why a distributor can't take 1,000? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had an interesting week this week, I guess, if everyone else is gone. My water heater officially went out. And uh, I think it was one of those, uh, Marco, I'm sure you know, the the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I just kept calling and calling and calling the home warranty company. And finally, like, fuck it, let's just replace this fucking water heaters. Because <laughs> they sent out two different plumbers three times. And, like, it was like, you know, those movies where there's a ghost and no one can see the ghost. And, like, when they're there and everything's working fucking perfectly fine, then they leave and, you know, boom, it goes out. And they come back, hey, it's working fine. So finally they... Um, they replaced it. Uh, then our shower started getting all weird because of the grout they used for the tile. And it was being a homeowner. It's just, it's awful. It's awful. Instant and I regret. obviously, yeah, once yeah, there was a point I was like, why the fuck are we, why don't we just rent? Like I would never have to be dealing with any of this shit, but there's, um, you know, I think we're knock on wood, getting the light at the end of the tunnel with the small home fixes. And uh, it was nice this weekend. We went out and got, uh, some grass seed and planted some grass in the yard. Uh, we also got some different vegetables and started to, to grow those. Uh, collectible quick shot says, John, do you still want to cancel your pre-order? Me? Yes. I really do. To be honest, I don't know. I'm on the fence. I, I was, I was offered. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I. I, I want to see how this is gonna play out. This shit's fishy. This shit's still fishy. I don't care what people say. This. This is a lot of he said, she said. I want to see how this plan, pans out. That's all. And I want to see their next pre-order. The other thing I want to see their next pre-order, and I want to see how they're gonna handle it. Johnny We're gonna get a window. Yeah, oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. No. 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 You know what kind of irked me though is. I'm seeing on some other, I'm going to say reseller. I need to be careful between distributor and reseller. Yeah, yeah. On some resellers, it was cheaper than the cost that I got it at. And it's like free shipping. So, you know, I was after the best deal possible. And now this is rolling out where I'm like, well, sh- you know, this is what I would have gone for if I knew I had more time. Who had it for It cheaper? is, you know, I don't want to be salty. I'm excited about the figure, but that was, that was frustrating. Who had it for cheaper? I don't like to name names, but I'll send you the link. Oh, okay. That's the Someone thing. Someone was is saying they got it for like seven seventy. I don't know how also, they got it for that price. When yeah. I asked him the limited thing, I was asking him when you guys started one six. Was the plan to be limited, or was the plan to be more available than statues? I didn't feel it interfered with the other question you were asking going forward. But he also, I think he misconstrued it for that kind of a question. 
because that's how he answered it like going forward and i was like no I'm, I'm more saying like wasn't this always planned to be a more available uh thing to sell than statues because you guys want to make money that was more like how i was saying it but but they yeah, want to have their cake and eat it right. too though right like they want the widely distributed sku that's what i'm saying Jesus Christ. Right? that's what i'm saying i was like that's what i was trying to get the answer for but i don't i think he didn't understand it cc i think well, you're oh go ahead go ahead wait was it what's wrong oh i was gonna ask you a personal question but yeah no go ahead with the relevant question uh, well, I was going to tell John, like, if you suddenly have regrets ever of ordering that, let me know, because I could, maybe I could buy it off you. Oh, CC, I'm, I, I'll definitely, most definitely. What an absolute angel. I appreciate hey, it. Let's go, CC. Uh, uh, hashtag wrench gang. CC, um, congratulations on the wrench. I heard, I saw the hashtags <laughs> trending, went viral. Um, Long overdue, but thanks. <laughs> my question i think last week you said you were getting the keys to your new uh place this week has that happened yet or is it happening uh so i got them on the 31st and awkwardly enough um so i don't know there's a weird thing where i'm technically like still in my old place but i'm renting the new place obviously i think i explained that like i wanted more time to move um and uh I didn't want to lose out on the place. So the previous tenants moved out March 1st. Uh, my lease is up April 30th. So I told my new landlords, like, I'll meet halfway and I'll sign a lease for April 1st. Well, I get the keys, I go in, and I guess the landlords had patched holes in the walls that the previous tenants had left, but the paint was so old that there must have been some kind of chemical reaction. The paint does not match the original paint. So then it looks yeah. splotchy as fuck, and I had to be an asshole and be like, so I mentioned I collect art, and then I was going to be putting a bunch of art on the walls, and like, this is not presentable. And I was kind of like, I felt like a Karen for saying something, but then I yeah. slept on it, and I was like, you know what, I think like that unit was empty for a month now. I don't know when they patched the holes, but part of me was like, you know what, maybe I'm not a dick for asking them to fix it, because like the apartment sat empty for a month. And here I get the keys and I'm like, this is not like moving ready in my opinion, just because yeah. the, the walls look like shit. So, um, but I am excited. So they're, um, they're, I think they're almost done painting it. If not, they're, they're definitely going to be done this week. Um, nice. so it's just delayed things a little bit, but yeah, I start to, I'm going to start to slowly like move stuff in. Um, especially I've got some shit that I don't trust like packing away. So I'm actually going to like walk it down the hall to my new place. Cause I just don't want to. I don't think casual. that's being a Karen, and it may have been that the, um, kind of gross, but like, if the wall has been painted for a long time and it's been lived in, the surface and the texture and the color changes a bit, uh, r rather than like if it's just in the can sealed. So, like a lot of the touch-up videos that I was looking at were saying like, hey, if like you're touching up like drywall patches and that paint has been there for years, like you might have to repaint that whole wall. Yeah. Uh, otherwise it won't match properly. Um, Pablo says 580 seconds with John, then his head explodes. There you go. <laughs> Pablo. You don't think that was good interview? I think that, I, I, fuck, CNN's I thought, hiring. I thought, I thought we all did great. We, we all asked our questions. We mm -hmm. had a time limit. We kept uh, duplicate questions out of it. We asked some difficult questions and we got, you know, about a, 
10, 12 listener questions. I thought that was a solid 40-minute interview. Duplicate questions? John asked the same question like eight times. How did I well, ask the same question? John. Get the replay. I asked. Yeah. Or I, no, got the I thought it was surprise. great. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. Hang you on. Eddie's uh, giving me compliments. Let everyone be quiet. Having the having the list of questions worked really well, and I think we came off professional, and I think it, I think it was great, dude. For one time. That's crazy. Again, even though hey, John asked several of the same questions. Yeah, I'm, pull I'm it up. How did I ask several right? of the same question? Oh, forget John, it. You know, fuck this. Actually, John, I do have John, a question for great. Ben. Okay. Yeah, John, you did great. No, yeah, I, I hate you all. And Every CC, one of you. And CC, you're I not hate. a Karen, by Except the way. Except for CC. I'm, I'm proud of you. CC's okay. CC's a beautiful angel. CC, the deluxe is still available. Why don't you just order it off the... Too soon? Oh, sorry. Hey, John, it's a window. You open that window back up. That was fucking... I'm sorry. That was good. I wrote it down to clip it. That's how good it was. You're going to open a window again, and John's going to open a fucking door and walk out and just be like, I'm done. Uh, Jeff, to answer your question, Queen Studios did answer that on uh, Big Brightest channel. I did have that, but uh, Marco put together an excellent recap of of the uh, interview. I think they had always had it as a two-pack, but once the fan feedback came back that they preferred a one-pack... It was too late into the sort of uh, licensor thing. And I think for Queen, if I remember correctly from Marco's uh, doc, it was that they wanted to be able to have two iconic looks for the character in one box. So Those are the scenes they were um, trying to capture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got to say, big shout out to Marco. Marco did a ton of legwork for that interview tonight. Go check him out. One six fix. We got 90 people in the chat. Go give him a sub. Because honestly, I was so busy today. And uh, Marco put together, uh, you know, pretty much most of that interview, if I'm being completely honest. So, yeah, I, I tried to off. go. I tried to be thorough so we didn't, you know, repeat the same ground that those guys yeah, covered yesterday. Because yeah. not only was there that great interview yesterday with uh, Joao, but there's, uh, you know, John's been making the rounds as one other channel. So every time there's an, an interview, Marco will send me a, a Cliff Notes version. Uh, so I appreciate that. But go, go, get, go give Marco a sub. Uh, his wonderful wife Gigi's in the chat too, and they're uh, they're a great team there. Uh, Thank you, Eddie. For that. You've had you've had a crazy week uh, yourself. Uh, some big things happening with you. Yeah. What's what's going on? Uh, I started my own channel. Um, it's something that I've talked or like played with the idea of doing for a while. I've I've talked about it to Zach and Dean and John. I think everybody on the network. Um, and it has it has nothing to do with CW like it has nothing to do with you know anything that's going on here or anything i just i mean obviously me and john are stubborn guys right like rocks <laughs> and i just i'm the kind of guy that need i want to i want to put something out there that that is mine that i that i did that i you know i feel like i grew and i'm not saying i didn't do that here it's just that's that's how i felt like I, I wanted to put something out there like that, so I decided to decided to start my own channel, and I'm gonna do. I want to do everything in my power to stay huge family with CW because they are my family. I mean, Zach, Dean, John are all good friends of mine. Dylan's a great friend of mine. I do small talk with Sean and Dylan. I love them. I love everybody. OFAC. I love everybody on this channel. So um, I'm gonna try to be on. I'm still gonna be on small talk. I'm still going to do unboxings with John. I'm still going to do a uh, club with John. That's uh, something that he started with Danny and he asked me to be a part of. So I have uh, full plans to keep doing that. And then uh, I know I've been missing like Tuesdays lately. Just like 
I'll I'll hop on Tuesdays when Zach lets me. I sometimes I am switching my collecting uh what I collect, my collecting habits. So like some of the one six figure talk doesn't always I don't want to talk about it, so that's why I've been missing Tuesdays, but but yeah, anyway, that I so, so I started my own thing and I'll mostly do statues on there and it'll be like vlog stuff like when we go to Disney with Marco, I want to put up a video from Disney. Let's go. Uh, do celebration this year. I want to put up a vlog from that. Uh, so it'll be more like that, and then I'll have a statue stream. And uh, and everything that I do, I'm trying to keep separate times with at least CW. Everybody else, eh, we'll yeah, see. Fuck those guys. It may, yeah, but I'm trying to be cordial with CW because, like I said, they're they're my boys, and I'm trying to. Hell yeah, dude. It's That's more the worst of like than getting yeah. backstabbed. Unless and you know everything that just came out of your mouth, I'm going to tell you something. Everything. That's class, buddy. What? That's class. Fucking classy uh, guy. I put yeah, the link so, in the uh in in the uh comments wow. it's uh made Thanks, dude. I didn't want to ask media, correct? I didn't want to ask you guys to do any of that cuz I'm not I don't want to, you know, I don't want to grow off of you guys. I want to you know, I'm not trying to take from you guys, I guess is what I'm saying. So, well, I'll give it to I you. I appreciate bro. that. <clears throat> what was that, Marco? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You bastard. Oh, by the way, I ate all those Thin Mints already, bro. Dude, <laughs> the Thin Mints of, are crazy. Don't last, right? Yeah, those go down way too fast. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Marco Dean, said you better some, make uh, sure that Zach gives so, you some of the cookies that I sent. Wait, what cookie is there? What? Oh, she hate to see it. <laughs> How dare you sandbag me like this? Wow. <laughs> Stingy bastard. Uh, yeah, Dean, though, if those cookies uh, don't make their way out of my house next time you come over... Like some of the other things that didn't make their way out of my house, I will be consuming them. <laughs> Probably have another day. Yeah. So those, those go too fast. Uh, Dean, uh, you had seen a advanced screening of Sonic. How how does one get a ticket for an advanced screening? You just bought it, or um, you, you knew this is yeah, a one percent type thing, or I think it was like an ad on Instagram, and my sister. Because wow. she had been bugging me to buy an advanced screening. I was like, I don't. I was like, yeah, I don't know where to get them. Uh, and then she was like, I got him. I was like, okay. I, I think, think she my said invite it was, may have been lost. It was like an ad, and she bought the tickets. They were like, it's the last seats. So. It's funny, Dean. They didn't have them on AMC, even though it was an AMC thing. They didn't have them on their app, but they had them on Fandango. I weird. thought that was weird. Yeah, we, you pay for them? We were at Regal. We were at a Regal yeah. theater. Oh, wow. Really? I thought it was an AMC thing. So you oh, had to pay for these advanced screening tickets? Yeah. All the ones I've done, you don't pay. They're free. So that's because you're a you pretty young lady, CC. But you got to no, wait in like, line for like five hours. You had to pay I've extra. Seen, She's like, I've, can I get I've, in the movie? Like the, I either get emails because like subscribe to AMC or Fandango or whatever, but oh. like they take your cell phone and that's it. But oh, like you, the, the ones I've done, you don't have to pay. Dude, for I'd be punching someone in the throat. Trying to take my right? cell phone. I'm gonna give Victoria my cell phone. phone. You fuck around and try to take my phone. Um, there's. Uh, it was really good, guys. If you like the first movie, you're gonna like the second one. Um, it's funny that you better or worse. It. Sorry. Oh man, that's cl- that's tough. The first dude. one's such a banger, though. Like, it's, it's such hard. a great movie. Now, there, it, this movie is about forty minutes longer, so it's a two-hour movie, two-hour ten minutes or something. Is the first um, one that short? Wow. I think yeah, it's it's not very long. I think the problem with the first movie is they didn't know if it was going to be successful or not. So in this movie, there's a bunch of lore dump 
that feels unnecessary, but I think it's because they weren't expecting it to be good. And so when it was a huge success, they're like, fuck it. I think the movie was still in theaters when they started filming the second one. Um, So there's a lot of Sonic lore, and it's not complicated, guys, right? Chaos Emerald, you know, it's Sonic. It's very simple. Robotnik's the bad guy. So... If if you know Sonic lore at all, you're not going to feel lost, but it's a lot of uh, scenes in the movie where you're like, this could have been in the first movie. Why is it in the second one? I think that's why. So it's very forgivable, and it's still really fun to watch. So I had so much fun. I love Sonic. has been my favorite character or one of my favorite characters for a really long time. I have a bunch of my old like Sonic plushies that I still have, so... It was uh, it was really fun. If you if you're thinking like, oh, maybe I should see it, go go fucking see it's it. It's funny that you have that story of going to that screening three or four years ago. It actually may have been like six years ago because I think it was before Vivi. Uh, I was taking a client on uh, the bus to a doctor's appointment, and I was on the bus and I got this random ad for like a concert, and I don't do concerts ever, but it was like if there was like one band that I would want to see in concert, it was this band. And I was like, this seems like really weird. Like, I feel like I would have known they were coming to San Antonio. So I was like, okay. So I look at the tickets are like 10 bucks each. I'm like, wow, that's cheap. And I look at the venue and it's like this tiny, tiny venue with paper tiger. Oh, exclusive. And I'm like, I'm like, why is the venue so small? Why are the tickets so cheap? Like, this is a, a group that will like play sold out shows in Europe, like, you know, 10,000, 20,000 plus, you know, like big, big, shows and so i'm like okay so i was like well it's 20 bucks like the worst thing that can happen i go there it's a scam i lose 20 bucks best thing that can happen we go and see the band right so i start googling this place and and they do legit concerts like it's you know they're very intimate it's a small you know maybe thousand people venue it's a great venue and uh so i'm like okay cool so we get there and there's like seven people there and, and there's, like, you know, like, the pre-bands. There's, like, two or three pre-bands before the main band. Main band comes on. There's maybe, like, 35 people there. And I'm asking some of the people, I'm like, this is kind of weird. Like, this is, like, not an insignificant band. Like, they have, like, you know, songs on FIFA. Like, what they're band playing was uh, The Royal Concept. Okay. And so uh, they're, like, oh, well, UTSA won a Victoria's Secret concert. And, like, this huge DJ is at UTSA playing a free concert. And it was, like thousands of students and people in San Antonio were there and it kind of sandbagged that concert because the people at the door were like yeah we sold like this is like a sold out show but there's only like 30 people here so people just like didn't bother to go it was like a ten dollar concert so we got to basically be in the front row of the concert meet the entire band get autographs get photos with it, it was like the coolest shit ever Damn. and yeah. the drummer we were he was like putting up his drum kit and I was talking to him for a bit and I was like, dude, so, like, the day that me and my wife got together, like, as, you know, official relationship, we tweeted some of your lyrics, and then your, you guys, like, liked and, like, you know, retweeted the tweet. And I was like, that was so cool. Now, here we are. We're about to get married. Like, this is, like, so crazy for us. And the guy gave us a big hug and a kiss. He's like, oh, I'm so happy for you guys. It was, like, such a memorable night. But it was, like, all because some random, like, ad on Facebook, like, you know, I guess I've been listening to a bunch of their music on YouTube or whatever, and it, the cookies just kind of <coughs> made the internet work that way. But are targeted crazy ads so bad? It, I, well, you know, Latina milfs in your area. I mean, that 
could, they could chill well, with that again. Answer. Ask the question again. Yeah, I remember one time I went to. In fact, that's my picture on Google. Someone was asking about it the other day. Like, who are you with in that picture? It was South by Southwest. Oh man, probably 2014, 2015. Um, he was kind of like a nobody at the time, but DJ Afrojack. Oh, oh yeah, I saw him fucking in Vegas. huge He's now, killer. But back yeah. in the day, nobody knew who the fuck this guy was. Because I got high? <laughs> no. And oh. uh, he did a lot of Dutch house. Uh, it's very like beep, 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 beep. It's fucking cool. I remember this story, actually. Yeah. And uh, me and my ex really wanted to see Afrojack. And there was really no reason to be at South by Southwest except for this. And so we like get in line. And this the line for this place is like all the way down to Congress. So it's about half of the street, 6th Street. It's very long. It's all bars and clubs. And I was just like, bro, there's no way that we're getting into the show. And it was supposed to be free, which I was like, oh, that's probably why, you know, everyone's trying to get in here. Well, as, as people perform and leave, the lines get shorter and shorter, right? So we actually make it to the front of the line fairly quickly. And then they're like, oh, no, it's 60 bucks. And we're like, fuck, like, we don't have that kind of cash with us. We thought this was free. So now we have to leave the line, go get cash and come back. So we find an ATM. It's like out of cash. So we got to go to another one. We find some, we finally get the money and we go back and the line again. He goes on in like an hour. We're at the we're like half a mile away. We're like, there's no way we're seeing this guy line gets shorter and shorter and shorter and we make it to the front and he goes on in like 10 minutes and we're like oh come on like at this point the line is not moving everybody that's in there is there for Afrojack and so we're sitting there and it's like well who else is playing it's like oh the Strokes are playing and I, I love the Strokes and uh, and like Kid Cudi was down the street I was like dude we have options like we South by Southwest is a fucking mega concert for like two weeks straight like i would have gone to see cuddy for sure right like we have a we don't have to be here and my ex was like i really really want to see afrojack i was like okay we'll try so we're sitting there and then i see out of the top of the crowd this fucking giant and i was like isn't afrojack supposed to be like seven foot something so i asked her i was like is that him and she's like oh my god she like fucking like sprints up to him and she's like, oh, my God, like, we're here from San Antonio. He, like, barely speaks any English, by the way, at this point. He probably does now. And um, she's like, can you get us into the show? And he's like, well, how many of you are there? And she's like, oh, it's me and my sister and, and you know, my boyfriend. And we're like, he's like, follow me. So we follow him, like, around the back of the building. And he, like, Did you have to his, blow him to get in? No, I'm surprised I didn't, actually. He was, he was giving me the eye, though. No. Nah. And uh, sure enough, he got us into the show backstage. We're like standing like four feet away from him as he did his fucking incredible. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was so fucking cool. And then at the end, we go we walk outside with him, and he's like, "Oh, I got I'm gonna go hang out." Oh fuck, who was he hanging? He went to go hang out with Duran Duran. They were in town, <laughs> and we're like, "Can we go?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> and he he hopped in his limo and he took off. It was it was so cool. Like those like little moments of like 
meeting somebody that you're like a huge fan of. Oh, look at that. Yeah, this is an awesome story, Dean. That's you. This is, uh, fuck you. Uh, Many pounds ago. (laughs) Many pounds ago. Many, many, uh, Jesus. Um, this was the the thing for the con. Like, they play, like, some of these venues were huge. I don't know why they played a paper tiger with, like, a thousand people there, but paper it was tiger's a awesome. lot like. Have you ever been to Stubbs in Austin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. there's been some big people that played at Stubbs. Dude, too. I saw Paramore at Stubbs like the year that they got big. Fucking amazing concert. But like, yeah, yeah it's Paper Tiger's like our Stubbs, like very small, very intimate, almost like secret shows. You kind of just have to know who's gonna be there. Uh-huh. Uh, I I competed against. Oh my god, who was it? incredible dj and i was just like yeah no one's coming to see me tonight because i was like next door at um the limelight i don't know what it's called now but uh oh man i wish i remembered who that dj was but like yeah i was like alone (laughs) the whole night nobody came into my fucking (laughs) i was like jesus if i knew he was gonna be here i wouldn't have i would have gone to see him you know what i mean Dean, oh. did you and Manny meet DJ DJing? Because I saw that he also does that. No, he had okay, a sick so set. so Manny and me Throwback. meeting was really funny. Um, we went to a, a a Star Wars day. It was like May fourth. Disney was releasing. Um, I want to say it was the diecast prototype Boba Fett armor, the Disney Elite series. So I get there like six in the morning with Rainer and we're like the third or fourth people in line. And then Manny was right behind us and you're there for hours, right? You got to wait for them to open. They don't open till 10. So we're just talking and talking, getting to know each other. And, um, I was like, Hey, uh, if you'd like to collect, I admin this Facebook group, me and me and Zach admin, a local toy group. And I was like, I should add you because people buy, sell, trade there all the time. And if you like collectibles and Star Wars stuff, you can get some good deals. He's like, okay. So I go to open my phone and I had like a picture of my turntables on there. And he was like, oh, dude, I DJ too. I was like, oh, no way. And then we were we just started talking about that. And then he was like, yeah, I work at HEB. I was like, yo, I work at HEB too. And we just like became really good friends right then and there. Damn. And then like later on in the day, you know, you buy your shit and you leave. You don't really hang out. And I was like, oh, I'll probably never see that guy again. You know, just on like the Facebook marketplace or whatever. And then like literally like an hour later, I was at work and he came in shopping and he was like, you work at this HEB? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we just became really good friends. I love Manny. He's a fucking sweet wow. angel. That's awesome. He's a pain in the butt, but God damn it, I love that guy. <laughs> Any questions with, have... the, with the dead silence? Um, d- speaking about tickets, did anyone get their Multiverse of Madness tickets today? Oh, no. I need to see that. Oh, I didn't like even I'm, know those went up today. Yeah, they went up like this yeah. morning. I, I lucked out that I, I got a buddy. He was in the chat earlier, my boy Gold. Um, he's like a big Stephen Strange fan or Doctor Strange fan. So he was like on it and like he got the tickets right away. But I looked at what he got. He got 3D, and I was like, bro, they still do 3D? I didn't even know that that was a thing. Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean, whatever. It's probably going to be cool for this movie. Yeah, dude. I would not want to see that movie in 3D, dude. I'd fuck around and get motion sickness, bro. I'm going to be faded. Do some shrooms (laughs) before you go in. Yeah, definitely not shrooms. but (laughs) Tell your shroom story. Oh, my God, man. That was such a nightmare. I'm never doing drugs again, by the way. I I had never... 
and will never do drugs again. Uh, probably should not have started with fucking mushrooms, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's, not, that's not the gateway drug, my friend. That's, it's not. that's the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was in a very dark place at the time. And my, my, I have uh, two sisters. My older sister had told me, like, oh, I had so much fun. And I was like, okay, well, like, if she had fun, like, maybe I'll have some fun. So I call my friend, and she's like, yeah, I could get some. Like, come over, and we'll make a day of it. She's like, I'll I'll stay sober so, like, I can watch over you. She'll be the babysitter. Yeah. And I was like, okay, bet. Like, let's do it. So I meet her at her house. It's fucking early, dude. I got there, like, I don't know, like 9 a.m. Wow. Because she was like, you know, it's kind of like an I don't think day. I've ever seen Dean up at 9 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, if he hasn't went to bed yet, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, so. God damn it, Eddie, that was a good one. Uh, so, I eat the mushrooms. They're fucking terrible, by the way. You have to, like, eat them with, like, we made, like, sandwich, like, Nutella sandwiches. She, okay, was, time out. We can't give John a bunch of shit. Oh yeah, cheddar Nutella and Nutella. And, cheddar. and you got okay, mushrooms. But I did it to do drugs. He doesn't to eat it. You know what I mean? Like he does it because he wants to. I did it because John could have lived that down. Because I don't think anybody's <laughs> mentioned that in a while. <laughs> so, never forget, bro. So I was like, ooh, if I'm about to trip balls, I want to watch Alice in Wonderland. Like that's kind of the movie you watch. Also, that movie's like forty minutes long. It's no not shit. long at all. I thought it. I thought it was the original like a, one. Yeah, it's oh, very okay. short. Okay. Um. So by the end of the movie, I was like, I feel totally fine. Like I, I feel normal. Like I feel like I just ate a shitty sandwich. And she was like, "Do you want to eat some more?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm a big guy. I should probably oh, no. eat some more." <laughs> so it's I eat, not the case. I eat there. some more, and. I forget what we were. I think we were just like watching TV. I was like, why don't we go do something? Let's get out. Let's let's go to nature, right? And she was like, I know the perfect place. So we drive, and there's a dam here, and uh, like literally in the back of our neighborhood, and you could hike behind it, and then you like end up under the street. There's a street that goes in front of the dam, and there's like a graffiti playground down there it's fucking crazy and so sure enough we hike down there and it's cool and now my blood's flowing now i'm feeling it i'm like yo like i can like see nature moving like it was fucking crazy it was like really like kind of beautiful you know and uh, we find this like stone bench and i sit down and it's like very cold and it feels like super intense and like i remember looking at my hand and i could see like it's almost like inside my body was glowing and i could see like the fibers of my person it was it was really fucking cool (laughs) and i was like oh my god this is amazing and she's like yeah it's fun right i was like i want you to be high and she was like we can (laughs) so i was like yeah let's get more (laughs) Oh so she she calls up her her guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I got some. I'm I'm over here. You can come pick it up." She's like, "Okay." So she's like, "I gotta go to the ATM. I don't have any cash." So it's like sweet. So we like get in the car and I put on music, and it's like the most beautiful music I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> I like I'm experiencing music for the first time. It was gorgeous. 
And we get to the ATM and her like mom is in the drive thru as well. <laughs> oh and, my and, god. Like I I know her mom like very well. Like I've like this is my oldest friend. Like I know this woman. And so I was just like, I'm I'm gonna put the seat back and not talk to her because I'm tripping out. So we make a quick stop at the bank and we go. And we're listening to this music, and I'm like, I get like hit with this wave of emotion and i'm like crying i'm like i want to go home i don't want to do this anymore and my friend is such a sweetheart she's like you know what like we do whatever you want to do if you want to go home like let's go so she turns the car around and by this point i'm like i'm over it right i've i've cried and i'm like okay like we're we're just like having a conversation, and then I start talking about Interstellar, which is an incredible movie, by the way. And she had never seen it, so I was I was explaining the time dilation on the water planet while you're high. What? Yeah. So it probably made no sense. She's probably like, "What the fuck are you?" Okay. It doesn't I mean, make to be fair. It doesn't make a lot of sense in the movie. Yeah. So all of a sudden. I'm like, I can see in like panoramic everything. I, I'm like, whole, like I can see everything because we got rear ended like ugly and I got thrown back into my seat. Wow. <laughs> and my friend like fucking ninjas her car and she fucking stops like an inch before we hit the car in front of us. And I look back, and the like back seat is like touching our seats. Like, we got hit fucking hard. Damn. And so we had to pull the car over. This poor girl, she's like, she just got off work at like gyms, like a diner, and she's like sixteen. She's like bawling her eyes out. And we're like, hey, like we're totally we're fine. Like, accidents happen. None of us got hurt. Like you, you like we're everyone's okay. Again, my good friend that you were is, high, right? You were loose and you just kind of... Yeah, exactly. And also, like, my friend is, like, the biggest sweetheart on the planet. Like, wouldn't get mad even if you did it on purpose, you know what I mean? Like, she's just the biggest sweetheart. So we're, like, sitting there and... Because you have to fo- file a police report, right? And then I was like, oh, shit. The, co- the cops are going to be here. And I was like, okay, um... My dad was a cop my whole life. And I was like, what did he tell me? And he was like, if if you're ever like drunk, he's like, sit down and shut the fuck up. Because if you're swaying or whatever, you know, they're going to pick up on that. So sit your ass down and don't say anything. So it's like, that's what I got to do. And this, by this time, it's like 6 p.m., right? I've spent all day tripping balls. And, uh... So that's what I do. I sit down. The cops show up. Do you need an ambulance? No. Are you okay? Yes. And they go about their business. And then we got to get home. I don't know how, but the car drove. So we drove it home. And then oh, we fucking watched... like, like fucking <laughs> dude. It's already a, like a slinky car, dude. It was already like a little two door like bubble car, and now it's like in half. And uh, so we get we get back to her place and. I think we just like watched Mr. Deeds until I felt fine. And I went home and I was like, I'm never doing this again. Like I'm never, this is the worst experience I've ever had. Like not fun at all. 
But, Should have just uh, stayed home and watched Interstellar. Yeah, I would have had more fun. And also, it was very expensive, by the way. Mushrooms are not cheap. Oh, guys, don't do drugs. Learn from my mistake. What's the moral of the story? Don't eat your vegetables? Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't eat funny, shaped, smelling, tasting vegetables. That was a fucking... Crackhead. I could have re-interviewed freaking John on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the only one who has a drug story? You know why I can't do mushrooms? Just, like, sit down and not... Oh, oh no! Oh, Cece. Cece. That's what she Cece, gets for interrupting no. me. I, I will not. I do you know why? Uh, <laughs> you know why I don't do shrooms? Because just your story gave me a panic attack. Exactly. So I can't it was fucking. Awful. It was yeah. not fun, dude. Can't do that. I, I won't. I won't say this is a drug story. I'll just keep it really vague. But I was under the influence, you know, walking with some buddies. Right. This was in college, walking in Santa Barbara down State Street. Right. And there's like a lots of activity, and we were very heavily under the influence. And they had like a bunch of street performers, and there was one where this guy put out like a it's like a python and a rat, and like the show was the python wrapping around the rat Dear and choking Lord. it to death. And we're like, oh, we are not in the headspace for this. <laughs> like very <laughs> oh like God. stunned, like all sitting there watching this. And then there was this little guy, this little buff guy, and he was telling his buddy, who was this really tall guy, right? He's like, man, I don't want to see this. Like, why are we watching this? And then his buddy just turned to him and he said, that's life, baby. And I was like, damn, this is like encapsulate. <laughs> this encapsulates right. everything perfectly. I was like, oh, my he's God, he's watching. right. This guy's a fucking prophet. So <laughs> that's uh, that's about the extent of my Dude, under I've the influence s- stories. <laughs> yeah, I've had so many crazy nights in Austin. Now, I don't drink, but all my friends do. So I'm usually watching out for everybody. Oh, my God. My friend Edward, like disappeared one time and we were like dude where the fuck is he because i was i was watching after my friend Corey, and he got kicked out of a bar for being he fell asleep at the bar that'll so do it <laughs> and so we all basically essential since Corey got kicked out we all technically got kicked out so we all leave the bar and so now i'm watching after Corey. he's belligerently drunk he thinks they still have his id and i was like dude i'm literally holding your id he's like no <laughs> those liberals have my id like i don't he called everyone liberal it was funny so i lose track of my buddy edward no idea where he went and i was like okay well we need to find uh our friend she's a go-go dancer the same one that watched over me do mushrooms she dances so it's like we need to get to where she's at because eventually edward should show up there so we try and Corey again gets kicked out. Actually, he's too drunk to get into the bar. So we're standing outside and then I'm talking to my buddy Joe and then they're like, where the fuck did Corey go? He snuck inside the bar. I don't know how. And then fell asleep at the bar and they kicked <laughs> him out. So we're back outside again. It was a fucking nightmare. And then he's a liability at, the, at this point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, are you superhero, bro? At the very end of the night, the bar's closed. Everybody gets kicked out. So we're all standing in the street waiting for our friend to get off work. Edward shows back up. And we're like, oh, shit, Edward, like, where were you? He's like, dude, I, I found this homeless guy. And we've just been talking for the past, like, few hours. And we're like, okay. And he's like, dude, he's just, like, opened my eyes. Like, look at all this, like, debauchery and, like, 
all this meaningless drinking and we're like what the fuck happened like who was this guy like where did he go and he's like i don't know man like he just left and we're like bro you're not the same guy we got to austin with you're like a complete like he he his life changed i don't think we ever did six street again after that was fucking wild oh i wanted to ask you my buddy likes doing shrooms and he said after you do it the first time you change like as a person like a little like something the way you're thinking changes or something did that happen to you or no no i think i had such a terrible time that <laughs> i didn't have time for the mind opening part oh i think had we not been rear-ended we would have been okay but we never we didn't make it that far <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's crazy it man. was fucking crazy what about you john are you, are you just a, I'm a sweet Christian catholic boy, boy. yeah well, yeah too much only wine for john only, <laughs> only wine yeah but uh the amount of wine it takes to put me out is uh it's a vineyard in california wow what about oh, you wow. zach you don't have any crazy stories oh i don't do drugs my guy Zach's high right now <laughs> high on life that, yeah that was my first and last time i was like never again never no i don't think that. i've i remember i narrowly avoided a tragedy not really oh. a tragedy but Whoa. uh i was couch surfing uh one summer in san marcus for work and my friends are like hey we're gonna make weed brownies do you want any i'm like i'm good i got work tonight tomorrow and the next day like i don't have time for this debauchery that's y'all are about to do and i guess they they did something wrong with tablespoons and teaspoons or grams and oh yeah it gets way stronger when you cook it too they dude they literally were like high for like 72 hours oh my i'm talking like like basically in like a vegetative state of like (laughs) yeah it was it was fucking wild i'm so glad i didn't do that one because i don't i don't do that you would have missed work and shit i just remember getting back from work and they were just like not vomiting but they were just like like fucking you know just slinking around i'm like what the fuck are y'all doing and they're like we fucked up the recipe. <laughs> it's too strong. It's too strong. And I think I, the same thing, Dean. Like, they ate some, and they're like, man, this ain't shit. And they ate the whole Oh, like, yeah, you don't do pan. that, man. You know that oh, yeah. is it Nick Swartzen do. that does the stand-up about it? Just try a little bit. Don't need it. Don't yeah, yeah. At the same time. Yeah, you don't need to do more. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to be the guy that could get high because I felt like those people had the best lives, that they could just get high, their troubles go away. So I always... I would like try to force it. Like, no, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be a stoner. Wow. So I would get high. Sometimes it'd be okay. Sometimes it wouldn't be okay. If you got bad but, anxiety, it's not. It sometimes yeah, it fucking enhances it. I, well, it's supposed to make me. it worse. It's everybody's like, oh, it's supposed to make it better. It doesn't make it better. Yeah, sometimes but, uh, it doesn't. One time, me and I had bought a bong, and me and Adriano were doing bong rips, oh, and shit. in my room, I lived with my mom at the time. I was so messed up man it was and it was one of the times i had anxiety during it so like i was freaking out and uh i had to take a shit and my mom was outside like in the living room my room was right next to the living room and i was like i can't go outside she's gonna know i'm high she's gonna know and i'm gonna be in so much trouble i can't go but i have to take a shit i was like adrian i'm gonna shit my pants that's how bad it is like (laughs) i can't get out there i can't do this i have to shit here I have to. I'm so sorry. I was like, I think I started crying because I was like, I don't want to shit my pants in front of you, but I can't go out there. 
<laughs> and uh, I don't. I did not shit my pants, but oh, it was just. God. It ended up calming down, and it I was like, bro, away, she, but... if she's still with you after shitting your <laughs> pants in front of her, fucking marry that girl. Uh, it never happened. <laughs> That's just yeah. one of the many like bad experiences. Dude, I friend had. heard drug stories. I was like, I gotta go. I on. know, man. <laughs> It's a sixth sense. It's like a bat signal. Fern's a little better lit today, though. Are you in a new room, Fern? Yeah, he moved the flag with him. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Fern, can you hear us? Can you hear us? God damn it, Fern. Fucking come in the studio. You don't have your shit. (laughs) My man really entered the studio without checking anything. It's just a um, big cat. Just a big make, it more awkward. make it more awkward. Oh, my God. Oh, the professionalism, oh, the professionalism is... is. Oh, wow. I can hear myself oh, twice. Oh, wow. I can hear myself twice. That's amazing. Echo, fix echo, your echo, shit, echo, fix your echo, shit echo. Fern. You hate this. Why not? Well, okay, who sent Fern the link? This was a great show, and then we sent Fern. <laughs> I did not send What happens link? when you have a big we heart? We traded CC for Fern. That was a big L on our Where's part. Where's CC? Yeah, that's a hard Yeah, what L. happened to her? She never came back. Never interrupt me again. I'll tell you that much. Oh. <laughs> I got lost in Dean's shroom story. I didn't even notice she was gone. <laughs> it's. I feel bad that Fern's here because I was about to cut this one off, but. Uh... <laughs> You know, I guess we'll keep it going for a little bit. No, nah, it seems like a natural stopping point. Yeah, we'll see from there. <laughs> Woody with the. Did everybody see? Um... No, unfortunately, oh. no. The second Moon episode, Night? episode two of Moon Knight. Ah, oh, dude, yeah. it was fun. Did oh, I fell asleep was... on the couch waiting, and I woke up bad. to my alarm. You, I loved it. First off, the whole time I'm watching the show, all I hear is John's indigestion. That wasn't like, me. He's got a... Really? You're like, I'm like listening. On the... That was Fern. Nachos that day. He was eating. Not bullshit. Fern, you're on mute, Fern. Holy shit, Fern. You're a mess. That wasn't me, man. Fuck. Canadians don't get indigestion. That was not me. Bullshit. You were the only one that was off of mute. Or was Danny. It wasn't me. I don't know. You I don't indigest. (laughs) You were Danny over here fucking moving boxes and shit. Yeah, I was like it's like somebody mute. There was a bunch of shit going on. The second episode was Who are those uh don't spoil I'm with it. you, John. No who, are those, who are those people at the courtroom that take notes of everything that they're saying? Stenographers. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's what I... I wanted oh, to make fun of Cece because she was typing away while John was talking, and I was like, she's like one of those courtroom chicks. They, fucking... <laughs> they could be men. How dare you? Dude, she's a chick. That's why I said it. Yeah, she's a court, what am I going to say? Bro. She's one of those courtroom that's a, that's dudes? That's a career right there. Jesus. Courtroom people. Is the right way to say it. I don't think it's a career anymore, Marco. They got recorders now. You don't need. No, they they oh. do they do no, remote you do. stuff. You know what they have yeah. now? I was they fucking mind blown. I was at a crosswalk. You guys have those in the states, right? Yeah, no. they make sounds. Not in California. No, you pretty much cross where. <laughs> but they had a crossing guards. You guys still have those? No. No. Elementary no. schools. Guards. Yeah, near elementary schools. Exactly. Oh, the fucking guy. You get hit. You get hit. I'm walking. All of a sudden, I hear the whistle. I fucking look at his face. He doesn't have a whistle in his mouth. It's fucking a little hand thing now. You push the button and the whistle comes out of the hand thing. I was like, buddy. Well, like those birthday things? No, yeah. No, it was like some plastic thing. He pushes it. Sounded like a beautiful, crisp, like uh, NFL whistle. I'm like, buddy, that's innovative. Speaking of crosswalk, I almost ran. Well, I mean, we're working on going to the moon and other important shit, and Canada's like reinventing the whistle. So you guys can't even protect some countries. You're gonna work on getting the moon. I don't think you have the right to talk. We protected Canada plenty of times. What are you talking about? 
Your president can't even walk. Can't even eat a spoonful of peas. You can your queen can't even walk. What the fuck are you talking about? Should go walk all off Biden's ass. Bitch. I'll tell you that. Sorry, queen. Zach, you still have her hanging in the in your room. Uh, I actually don't know where that's at. Speaking about oh, queen, no. um, let me move this in a bag. Jesus, John. <laughs> Bring it full circle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speaking about queen, we're not done yet. Uh, we get those answers yet? No. Wow. You guys didn't. Get- you guys didn't ask my question. <laughs> yeah, because we only question? ask quality questions. Right? Your, your question was, did, does he use a, a bidet? <laughs> so, no. In fact, in our 40-minute interview, <laughs> we did not ask that question. I thought, I thought it was left-hand ass, right-hand tits. That's a very important question, man. That tells a lot about a person. If we asked him about the Fern, bidet... do you he, still he use the bidet? Oh, come on. I had a good joke. Um, well... I left her in California, but I've been planning to get another one. Hell yeah, bro. You got to get one. You got to get one. Can you go back to not man. using one once you've used one? I don't think that's I've, possible. I can't. I've, yeah, I can't. I like a caveman in the last six months. <laughs> bro, it's 30 bucks. I'll pay for you like 10. It's like, you got to get the like, fern bidet fun going. It's like cleaning that... peanut butter off a shaggy carpet, man. It's... <laughs> wow, that's fucking sick. But it works like well, like fully. You don't oh, have to it... do... John, I... I've probably gone through one roll of toilet paper like this year. What? Yeah, it's Damn good, fruit. man. But it works like good. you. It's just you push the button. That's it. It's it's like a little um, what, a knob. Like a, a, a knob. Thank you. Yeah. And you can. There's two different set. The one that I have, they're all different. The one that I have has a setting for uh, some part of your body and then another setting for a different part of your body Jeez. the gutural region female. or the anal oh. anus region um and it has varying intensities so you could you could bring it up to 11. does it shoot soap or is it just water all the way it's up, just baby. water it's just you water. can get hot water if you connect well, wait a the second what's it. what does just water do then don't you need to throw some soap in there and wash you can put it out a fire with water my guy i mean toilet paper you're still not using yeah soap you don't either, wipe your so ass that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you wipe your ass, John? You've got some Dawn dish soap, like that fucking dirty ass. duck on your butthole. John doesn't you wipe. go straight to the shower okay. afterwards. Jesus Christ. She John doesn't even ass. shit, honestly. John's got the dirty duck, dude. I'm so fucking backed up. It just comes that's out of the mouth. It's that's all a that reissue of the food and cheddar coming out. The... It's got the dirty it duck. It doesn't dude. come out. It stays in. Jesus Christ. Give yourself an enema with a bidet if you're not careful. Oh God, dude, that's that's an advanced technique. Sometimes, sometimes it happens. That it's nice to put the pressure oh, too high. Oh, but do they oh, use? Got... Is it toilet water? No, it's from the it's from the it's faucet. From the, yeah. oh, okay, like, like it comes from the wall. Water. It doesn't come from the tank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you connect it to the. No toilet water touching me. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I mean, like it's never splashed. You telling me you've never taken a shit that splashed? No, I do that fucking Matrix move. Fucking. Wow. All I'm saying is that. A, a, a night after a Taco Bell Oh, meal, my God. It, it comes in clutch. What's that movie, Horrible Bosses, where she just explodes in the tub? <laughs> <laughs> that, do you remember that? that was a... Oh, that's <laughs> disgusting, dude. Where she sneezes. It's, no, that's not Horrible Bosses. Which it's one is uh, it? uh, Hall Pass. Hall Pass. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. She that's sneezes. I'm... She's like, I feel real bad. <laughs> she sneezes and fucking... Peppers the wall. Wow. <laughs> I want to marry her right then and there. I <laughs> I don't think I could ever go back to uh, you know not having a bidet. It's 
I didn't Did have one. Did you use wet for... wipes before, or you went straight what? from toilet paper to so, bidet? So, so. Tell us more about your I, ass, bro. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I've used toilet paper, obviously. Uh, and I did try the wipes, but I didn't, I didn't like them. I didn't ever really, f- like, you're wiping shit with, like, a wet wipe. Like, it's just... Oh, my I gotta, man. you know, there's there's a lot of surface area there, my guy. I was, well, I was no, running out of wipes. You, you flushed the wet, the wet wipe? wipe? No, but even flush, then, I mean, the I mean, it's You can't it's flush like, them, so where do you put them? In the trash bin. You can, yeah. Some of them says you can flush Some no, of them are flushable, that. but fake. it's questionably flushable. Yeah, yeah. But you're gonna Sounds put it like in a tur- in a in a. You're supposed to be fairly clean by then. But yeah, maybe that's, that's my problem. I didn't read the directions. <laughs> this oh is the uh, this is the one I got here. the the new one. This one is classy, bro. Look, you got that that dual sprayer for the anal mm-hmm. region and the uh, two region. One, I just thought the days were for people who were, couldn't reach their behind. No, the now fr- I'll be honest. I uh, I did suffer a hand injury at one point. It was very difficult when I was not. <laughs> Uh, shitting on my bidet because very hard to very hard to to get yourself clean. The bidet is my second choice. That's what a life Installing the brown What is boss? your first choice, Dean? The three seashells. What? Oh, classic. Look at how easy this is to install. Why are you? La- I want to know the joke. Did I walk Unscrew into one of those these nuts? Oh, no, it's no. it's uh, from uh, Demolition Man. I haven't seen What? Man, even I've seen Demolition Man. That's a fucking travesty, bro. Is that, Wesley Is that the one with Wesley's uh, knives, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Arnold who? Jesus don't repeat that. That seems racial. I'm not going to... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got an Arnold Schwarzenegger from uh, Blockbuster. Schwarmer. Schwarmer. <laughs> How low has our lives gone that we're fucking live in front of 70 people? <laughs> we have 70 people watching. That's us. not a low. That's a high. And we're watching. That's how entertaining we are. We're watching this guy or woman <laughs> install a fucking bidet live on. <laughs> A nationally syndicated podcast. John, you're the one that doesn't know how it works. Yeah, that's because I don't need to know how it works because I can reach back there. Jesus. <laughs> well, not for long, buddy. You keep eating those nachos. So you're not going to reach. Hey. hey. Tell a chair of sandwiches. You watch yourself. <laughs> not that's what the wall's for. So how intense is the stream for, for this one? This one's not too bad. Okay. Marco, you, you come to my house, I'll let you I'll let you take a shit on my bed. Oh, thank you, man. Oh. I'm looking forward to it. I'll pro- probably the main reason I'll go over there. That's sick, though, uh, because fact, the same fact, water that touches you, him can splash back and be there on the nozzle. I remember one time I turned it on. It's fresh water every time, John. It reaches all the way to the other side of the wall. Is, yeah, much. okay. The one that I got from Amazon, that motherfucker was like a super soaker for your anus. Like, that's this, this one's not that, that bad. That's the exact analogy I was going to use because the one that I used at the hotel recently shot like almost through me, and I was like, I don't think I like this. I'm very <laughs> almost through you. I like Juan's comment. He's Dude, like, it hit him in the beehole. hole It came out of his nostril. He was like, wait, whoa. <laughs> He's like, imagine people coming here for an interview with Queen and then watching a bidet <laughs> installation. <laughs> Legitimately what I've been hey, thinking Hey, to this be fair, time. we prefaced we prefaced it uh, that we only had 40 minutes at the beginning. So Also, it, we've gone up three viewers since the bidet video. <laughs> so, I mean, you tell me. Are we really doing something wrong? I don't think so. I think the There's, numbers speak for themselves. Save the themselves. environment. 77! We've gone up seven. 
No, Dean, I think that was just a bump up after the shroom story. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, man. Listen. No, it's because Fern got here. Look. Yeah. I'll tell you what, guys. She just dip. She's finally she's just like. I know. Oh, she has internet. She's like, happened. man, fuck these guys. Fern, uh, Zach, before it's you a ask VPN. Them, can I, <laughs> I got to ask Fern. Fern, have you received the book that I sent you? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Bro. I should have oh. just kept that shit for myself. Why did just, I send it to you? You shouldn't have asked that live, hey, there, buddy. Man. OG yeah, fans says all we're missing is the Baldo. Actually, the Baldo was on Howard Stern. I kind of regret not getting that interview in, but the guy never filled up his into the bargain. He so. actually got the Baldo on Howard Stern. Yeah, they were they interviewed him on Howard Stern. That's nuts. I was like, fuck. Well, that's balls. We. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That was good. That was planned. Zach's on a. I swear to God, it wasn't. That was on a. <laughs> swear to me. No, that was uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> Howard Stern, that's pretty big. Wait, I want to hear the comic thing. Yeah, let's talk that comic. <laughs> Y'all are fucking assholes, to be honest. Wait, what? <laughs> Tell your story, Fern. <laughs> what story? Jesus Christ, Fern. What story? Oh, shit, man. I sound like ER. What story? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, you guys man. Are too well, that's, much, man. that's a wrap for that one, I guess. Uh, I think tomorrow we have OFAC uh, at, I think, 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, at 8, let me double check the time here. Uh, Dylan's doing a uh, Moon Knight Episode 1 and 2 spoiler stream. Uh, that's going to be 8.30 tomorrow night. Uh, and then Friday, John has club, I think, at 10. And then Saturday, Posor is at 10. So it should be a, should be a big week. Uh, Eddie, Marco, you guys got anything going on? I got nothing. So I do have the Marty McFly incoming. So, you know, Gigi's schedule is insane this month. So we're on hiatus from the interviews. But I might sneak in an unboxing and have, you know, Ben Thomas join me. Like much like we did with the Dark Knight uh, DX11, so we had a really good time on that. But looking forward to that one. It, just a little um, little warm up to getting the DeLorean in the in the uh, dock. So I got to go all in on the line at this point. You ordered the DeLorean? Yeah, I did. I did order the DeLorean. Nice. Yeah, I know you don't pre-order stuff now, right? As a rule of thumb, but I locked in a pretty good shipping rate, so mm -hmm. I feel like everything's going up, and I just kind of had to lock it in. Well, it's not that; it's now we see the in art one. Holy mac, what that's gonna look like? It's true, mean, but what's it gonna to cost to get to us? What was that? Zach? What I told him not to pre-order. I told him to listen to his own rules. He didn't listen. What are you talking about? Your own rules, the never pre-order rules. I didn't pre-order anything. You're talking about in you pre-ordered the Joker. No, I'm talking about the in art. DeLorean. Yeah, but your rule is to never pre-order. Wait, that went up for pre-order? No, he talked about it today. It's coming. My my rule is never His to pre-order unless, unless there's a flipping window a or a made-to-order condition. Oh. Wow. Okay. I owe you an apology. I'm sorry. May have been in the post-60 seconds part of the clip. You guys have heard him talk about this shit a million times and none of Thank you. Yeah, you usually I tune him out because it's Yeah, at some point, you know, it's, it's repetitive. <laughs> Maya's ordered Jerome here in the three window. Three day window. <laughs> what did you order? <laughs> Fern ordered the Daft Toys Joker like some completely Jesus. random. He's like, dude, I got a deal, man. It was $84. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, uh, I ordered the scope one. I thought they were all, I thought they all had the three day window. 
I didn't know it was just the the ruin. I mean, I'm sure you can ask Kit and or whoever you ordered it from, and they can switch the order. TNS or where'd you get it from? Um, TNS. Oh, I'm sure they would switch it for you. Yeah. Anyways, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, We appreciate it, especially for the Queen interview. Everyone was really respectful in the chat. Oh yeah. I think we, uh, you know, kind of made a relationship that could be conductive to future interviews. So I think that's important. But uh, love every single one of you guys on the panel and in the chat. And uh, got a great week of content coming for you guys. So, Dean, send us home. Bye.